Twilight is voted worse than Mein Kampf. Shitty, 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 shitty. You're watching or listening to Forget Being Cool. We discuss the things you like. This is the Forget Being Cool podcast for a day that Dave did not look at ahead because he's blind and can't read his date from where he's sitting on his computer for it to look okay on video that may not even go up because putting up video is way too much damn work. My name is Dave Moore. Joining me, of course, is my main man, my man on the internet, Johnny underscore casino. Uh, so uh, a, a few a few little things to start out with, Dave. Uh, first of all, tomorrow, the day that this comes out, is the 24th. Uh, okay. okay. Secondly, June 24th, 2020. Yeah, June 24, 2020. Secondly, the second sound clip I played, I don't have in my soundboard because I can't download just the audio and whatever else. But this one right here. Shitty, 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 shitty. <laughs> that is obviously you saying shitty, 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 shitty at like two times speed because that's the way a one Mr. Sean Capri listens to all his podcasts. And he sent me that and I started laughing so hard that I knew it had to go into the show. It's so sad that. That I know. Look, we've talked about this. I don't have the most masculine radio voice in the world. You probably had that clip ready to go, but I, I mean, I do, but I I don't know where it's under, and I can't find it quick enough. Point being, when you put me at two times speed, like I hear every flaw in my feminine style voice. You mean? Look, I know I don't have the most masculine radio voice in the world, but okay, fine. <laughs> See, like there, I sound like you, it, like it, like me, but it's not a radio voice. Like definitely never. I don't have the voice for radio the way that like I don't have a face for radio at the same time. No, no, you have it. No, it's say, you have the face for radio. Okay, so if you if someone has a face for radio, means they're not attractive, right? Like that's that yeah, saying. That's 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 the joke. Yeah. Okay, so if you have a face for radio, it means you're not attractive. So what do you have a voice for? If you're like don't have a radio voice, is it like you I have a have voice to... for like a silent movie? Right, that's exactly it. It doesn't really flow though. It doesn't like you know just spill out in the, in, a, in, a, in a pleasant way to say that. I don't. I don't have good edits of these, or I would send them to you, John. Is is film school a lot of film school stuff that I did? Yeah. And when you're when you're in a, like a studio setup with like eight people, like somebody has to act, and somehow I got like that like silent Bob kind of like Roll. straight man who doesn't say anything but yeah. like just makes a face and everybody thought I was the funniest guy in the class like anytime I'd make like a face people would just die laughing and my even even to the extent that the professors are like Dave you should never act ever under any circumstance but if you go but if you go make movies you need to make these appearance appearances like in your movies like if, if that ever becomes a thing you do you do this. Did, did they this, t- is, this is important did, to did who they, you are. Did they ever say like, "Don't act" and also never speak again? No. God, the oh, the speaking roles that I had. Ironically enough, I played a janitor and became one. Nice, nice. So, Dave, do you think? You know, we have all these like weird ideas of things to try and and whatever else. Do you think we could? John, pull- that's why we that's why we just show up every episode of this and we just record it, whether it's good or not, and just put it out of the internet and nobody cares. Yeah. Okay. But like, do you think we could get away with? And, and this is kind of one of the things I, I'm always curious. Like, how far can we go? Right? How far can? Not that we have a huge listenership, and this question would mean a whole lot more if we had like a massive listenership, because then it would really be like, how far can we go with garbage and still get listened to? 
right? I mean, there's so many podcasts out there, these people who are just popular enough. We're not going to name names here, John. But they're they're well known enough in an industry or for something else that they just make a podcast and everybody listens to them, whether it's good or not. Yeah. So if, if, if we had that kind of listenership, you and I would do really well just doing bullshit like this. Okay, but here, but here's the here's the thing, right? Mm. How many people? Okay, let's say we're doing segments, right? And one of our segment was something along the lines of like silent movie, you and the it, entire sorry, the entire segment was like uh, silence, like it, and that was like going into it. We it was us making a radio version of a silent movie. Right, and if we wanted to, we could make like a sound, like a clap sound. Well, no, even silent movies don't think it had had like, like they didn't talk, but I don't think they had any sound at all. So, so we're just essentially uploading a score, but calling it. John, I made the idea face. <laughs> Dave, you did make the idea face. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear the I idea. Real, I realized something that hasn't been done on the internet, although I'm sure it has. Okay, what if we created a score? for a silent movie right and, just and put it out as like as a silent as a podcast right we put it out for free because that's what you and i do but we pitch it as if it's the score for this existing upcoming movie that doesn't actually exist okay so so but we produce like a real score like i'm serious about like making this real score and we put out all this marketing for the silent movie with this new amazing score. And we like pump up the score like it's this big deal. And the score comes out and then we, we go radio silent. Okay. So I think I think That's there's it. two different ways that this can be can be done. Right. So okay. so the way the first way is kind of more like how I was initially thinking this idea through, which is we basically have a segment or a full episode, whatever, where we pretend like we are doing a silent movie. And so, yeah, have the score, all you have is music. And then afterwards, we come back and we're like, man, that acting was phenomenal, those subtitles. But, like, it's not a video version, so there is absolutely nothing for anyone to see, right? Now, granted, this would be an Andy Kaufman moment, right? This is a we are laughing and no one else, right. okay? But it, but I would be curious to see how many people would, like, listen all the way through to the end. Do you ever listen to Night Attack? No. With Justin Robert Young? Oh, no, no. I just listened to, uh, to the Jury podcast. So they they do these kinds of things. And this reminds me of something they would do, which is they they went to their audience and they crowdsourced like a sex novel. Okay. okay? Like like a dirty novel, but they had everybody in their audience like write a chapter. Yeah. They had like they had, so they put up an outline and said this is where the story goes and then they just assigned chapters to random people in the audience. Okay. So the story doesn't make any sense. But then the goal was to take their, you know, their 50,000 plus listeners, go rate it on the Apple bookstore. Oh, nice. Get it, the, get it to the top of the charts so people think it's a real sex novel. And then the, the real reviews start rolling in. <laughs> okay. That is, it was that, one of, it was, it's, it's worth a read. I can't remember the name of it. It's like Betty Blue Lips or something. Uh, but it, there's like a motorcycle. So like lesbian chapter, it's it's ridiculous. It's the funniest shit you've ever read in your life. Yet, um, it was just a prank. They were just like, we can get a book to the top of the Apple Books chart on Amazon and Kindles. 
So, so that is like a way more advanced version of what I was talking about, right? Like, like the, the initial idea just being how many people will listen like through that full segment, right? And then, and then basically we're laughing at them at the end. Okay, here's the other option. I mean, if our watch time on YouTube is any indication of how much people pay attention to this show, everybody listens to the first 12 minutes. And then never, never finishes the rap. It's always a first time viewer. Like no one ever comes back. Uh, oh, God. Sorry, did I interrupt your train of thought, John? Well, you ever get a, a, a text message from someone and what they say is very intriguing because you can't remember what you said to them to like get that response from them? I never delete text. Well, no, but okay. So I get them through my watch, right? So I will just see theirs without going back and seeing what I put ahead of it till I look at my phone. Okay, so, yeah. So yeah, I know I do that all the time. So I just got one, and I'm like, "What could I have possibly said to get that response? Like, what did I say?" And now it's all I want to know. But I'm holding off. I'm holding off on myself for a minute. Okay. So the other option is more like what you were saying there for a minute, which is like we make a commercial for a silent movie that is nothing but the music. Right. And but we get, but we, if we had a big enough audience, we make like this big deal out of this being the greatest movie ever. We'd make up like some fake film festival that it was shown at and all these people and like all these articles across the internet start talking about how great this okay. movie is. Okay. Now, hold on a second. Now, I, I'm this looking more realistic. So okay. I'm thinking okay. more realistic because we are not going to be able to get, that but what we could do john we have 12 listeners we need to set our expectation real low <laughs> okay but what we could do is make this thing have like have like a um do, do like a voiceover and i you know we, we, we keep it clean so i maybe i would maybe i would do the voiceover maybe make myself sound even slightly more deeper voice and whatever it'd be like do do this this thing that kind of like talks about the movie whatever and then have in there and i like the idea of like winner of name some film festival that's not real but sounds real right, right. and then get that commercial played like on the morning stream and like a couple other places yeah, right. <laughs> so exactly what you do. So, but here's the problem, right? Because the and you, okay. you, but but you need to go to the extent to like go make a website for that film festival, like a really generic. Well, but yeah, what what you would do is you would do that, and and just have like the website. So buy the domain, but have it right. redirect back to like a specific episode of the show, so that whenever they type that in and they go try to see what the hell this movie is, it'll yeah, it'll direct them to here. an episode of our podcast. <laughs> This is brilliant. This is the greatest <laughs> podcasting marketing campaign I've ever heard of. But we, why have, okay. we why have we oh, why is it taking us over a hundred episodes to get to this point? Sean, we make something that sounds amazing. <laughs> that we would... get the domain and redirect them to this garbage podcast that we're making. <laughs> okay, but see here 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 would be the next trick is we'd we'd have to wait till we had an episode we liked, so who knows how long that'll take. And then and then and then do like an opening to it, like a hey guys, if you're coming to this from this, stand by. You're getting exactly what you're come for, but you just gotta listen to the whole thing, right? Like <laughs> give something and just see. And just I would love to do that and then just like watch the statistics and see if there was like a spike during a period of time after that episode. And then see how long that spike holds, right? Like like did it did it do it? Like, did we accomplish anything? By going this dumbass route. I mean, if you pick the right podcast to market to, 
like like this the morning stream audience in particular would enjoy this show if they found it like i i think as long as you baited them in with a good enough episode the problem is like i'd say our episodes are like 50% of the time pretty good yeah and the other times they're like wow john has really got nothing to talk about and dave i mean I, we don't even know why dave's on this show okay okay hold on a second now every once in a while you talk with brian Ibbett, right a very it, it's been a while because he is now no longer on the pokemon go podcast so i can't harass him about pokemon okay um, but, but you have but, a twitter thread conversation yes. with him that like if you message him he'll probably see it Yes, probably. Okay, yeah. so here's what we would really need. We need the buy-in. Uh, a couple of things. One, I still need to get the two of them on Radio's Lame because um, I think they have some interesting stories to tell. Oh, so, the, both of, both of them would be amazing guests. Amazing guests. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 with amazing stories to tell, right? I, I know Scott's Scott's story to becoming a full-time podcaster is fascinating, and it's worth it's worth a listen if he hasn't told it to you. Uh, so yeah, so I still need to work on that. Um sooner rather than later hopefully anyway uh but but if we could get get them in on the joke a little bit like be like okay we're gonna pay the money for your advertisement like we're gonna pay your advertisement right. fee which is well, not too we'll bad the ten dollars we'll pay the ten dollars for the yeah. ad yeah but then we need you to like play in and pretend like you've heard of this movie at this film festival like pretend like you know what the hell's going on yeah right yeah and if we could do oh man that would be Oh, that would be hysterical. I mean, it, I think I'm coming in hot today on my mic. I'm going to cut my mic back a little bit. Dave. I love I love this idea. We're never going to do it. Like every no, idea. No, no, no. That is not true. That Dave, that is not true. We might do this. Like, let's yeah, but we get we got to like have I mean, this is a great idea, right? But we need to produce like a movie poster. No. We need to no. do we Hold need on, we no. need we don't need to do any of that stuff. It's going on an audio only format, Dave. That means well, all we need is audio. So all we need is you to make some music. I'll I'll write up a script for what the movie is about. It's going to be an indie film, right? Yeah, it's got to it's got to be an indie and it's romance ha- film inspired by like Casablanca. No, no, no. I mean, no, 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 not for that crowd. So I, I watch a number of indie movies, right? And I have seen some weird ones recently. I have seen some weird ones where like. You start watching it and you're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And then you realize later, like, it, had you re- had you know like what the source material for this was? Like, there's one I watched recently. Had I known it was about a book about a Puerto Rican kid who was growing up gay, like the movie would have made a whole lot more sense because you don't really realize this until the end, and it makes a lot of other things weird in between. Did I ever tell you I joined this weird like film group in Cleveland, who no. had this entire like entire scripts and outlines for this sci-fi show. But we shot this like one-off, like was supposed to be like kind of a teaser spin-off episode. I don't know what to call it. Like a short where this, this robot girl comes to this guy who fixes these sex robots. This is a real thing I shot. Uh, okay. And, she, and she's like broken and she's coming onto the dude, but the dude is gay. This is a whole thing. Who wrote this? Oh, his name was Jeff, not my friend Jeff. But it's like some other person in this like movie group wrote this. Yes, and he and, and there and I have the script somewhere in this house oh, for the entire amazing. show. And I mean, I shouldn't even say this, but who cares at this point? I'm not going to say any more than his name was Jeff. He ended up having like a stroke, 
and, and like is completely lost it. And the whole group was kind of weird, but I have this entire binder of scripts for the sci-fi show that was never made. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and they were supposed to sell it to like, like produce it and sell it to somebody. Okay. Now right? like as, as an indie, as an indie sci-fi short show. Okay. Now Dave, mm-hmm. could you take this script and do a table read of it? I thought about it. So, because here's what, because here's the thing is, I still love the idea, right, of of taking a script, uh, a fan fiction. I think is what I think I was originally going with, and I think it's a great idea, but it has to be written in script form. But I want to take a script, cut out every individual character's roles, send them out to different people, have them record those, and then I would sit there and edit it together, try to add some like sound effects in between, right. And turn it into a thing, but like no one knows anything else except for their lines. I, I mean, I love this idea. I, I'm willing I think, to put I the work I, in, man. I think I think where the effort of the work needs to go in is you need to sit down as the producer with the people recording their lines. I'm not saying they need. I don't. I'm not saying you need to read the uh, you know their opposing lines to them. Like I agree, they don't need to know the context, you, but you need to give them ever so slightly bits of direction, just so that. You don't come back with these really off, like, rates. No, no. I like that. Because I thought about, like, just putting in there ahead of time, like, typing it in. Okay. Sound excited. Whatever else. But I like the idea of doing it over Skype, but having them record their own side. Right. Okay. Dear- you got you got to direct them a little bit. And it, it'd almost be better if you just feed them the lines. Like, don't even send them the script. Just give them the line Give them the emotion you want. Make them do that line as many takes as you need them to. The same way that you would produce a video game. Like, voice. they come into a room and they're given a big list of lines. And they do it over and over and over until the director gets what they want. That's how you produce voice acting for, like, a video game. Okay. So, uh, I I love this idea. Now, doing it that way and having them do it over and over and over again or whatever else could make this an extremely long project to get done. Because I mean that's the problem with it, but but John, yeah, this is one of those projects that, yeah, it's a lot of work, but the payoff is worth it. Now, in college we did this project kind of, which is we took a comic book, and you need to go around and get all the all the characters' voice for the comic book and add all the sound effects. Comic books are good because they're short; they're only a couple. Realistically, there's only a couple pages of dialogue that okay. you need to get in. So I ended up voicing like a cop in a Spider-Man comic book. That was pretty funny. Now, Dave, do you think if I went through the script, mm-hmm. right, and I numbered everything, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, 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 right? And then I could save an individual file for each one so that it'd be easier to put it in order. Or do you think this would end up being more work? Uh, no, I think if you went in specifically and cut all the files gave them numbers gave them the like if as long as you took the time to do that there's also ways to like in reaper if you're recording in reaper you can do this where you set it up say all right i need you to do this line and just do it over and over and over and every time you click one button on your keyboard It'll make another file and then make another file and make another file every time yeah you you can you can do like a split in there. Yeah, well, 
or you could, or you could even do it to separate tracks, and then they you can bounce them all out as individuals. So every time you've done a line, you can say this is this line number whatever takes, and then you have all the files of all the takes. So so I mean, also what I could do is uh, figure out where they are, have the have the first person record however many lines they have, right? And then I could find the end of okay. So this person stops talking here. The next person picks up here, cut it, yeah, put it, and mean, then you, record you, it in there. Could, it, oh man, this could work, Dave. You could edit in real time, Dave. This could be amazing. Like yeah, it, it's a lot of work, but I'm it, willing to gonna, do it. And it's going to be a lot of patience with the further you go down the line of people you're giving lines to. Yeah, well, and figuring out where like I, I would have to go ahead ahead of time before the person comes out go in ahead of time and probably work backwards, like figure out the time, like write down the time slots for where their lines come in and then work backwards. I mean, just, you just need to space them out. Yeah. But, but you just need but to, to figure, be able to find you them. To, you need to figure out the order and okay. be prepared to just move stuff around. So, so this, this is, is this, this is a little too technical to be exciting to listen to on a podcast. Yeah. But okay. So, but here's, here's my, here's my, my shout out, my call out, my request, whatever you want to call it. If someone out there has a script I can use for this, I wonder if I could find that script for that short. Okay, so Dave is going to look for his because I, that is definitely and a then possibility. There'd, then there'd only be like three characters. And, and that would that make would... it that much easier. I just have to yeah. pick the right three people. Right. You, you need a gay guy. You need a sexy robot lady. And you need like one other person to narrate. Okay. No, no. I, I Yes. This. Okay. Dave, find me that script. I will pick the people to do it. Is this wrong to use? Not in this because so, we're not selling so we, anything. We shot it and we never, we never finished it. Like he never got to editing it and giving us a real version of it. This is like a real shoot though. Like we had big reflectors and like we paid that actor to be that robot. Like it was a whole thing. Okay. But Dave, you, we can't feel bad about it, right? Because we're not doing this to sell it. We're doing it as a silly joke. We'll just rewrite it a little bit. Maybe. I'll, we'll I'll change provide. one word. We'll change characters' names. Yes, yeah, and we won't. We <laughs> won't call it. The we, characters' names have been changed to, to protect their identities. <laughs> we won't call it the same thing. We won't say it takes place in the such and such bloody universe. Okay. You, you need to find this. It, okay, dear listener, if Dave cannot find this, I need someone else to provide me with a script because yeah, I'm yeah, not good script at writing. I, I'll, I'll be your I director. That, I'll be your producer. I'll be your editor. But I need a script preferably with no more than five total characters. And that is maybe pushing it with five. Yeah. And I, th I think the best way to do this would be for you to direct it over Skype. No, I will. I will do this. I will put forth the work. I will, I will get everything set up. I will pick the people out. Uh, but I need a script. Some, if you are and listening to this and you cannot find me a script, but you think, you know, someone who can reach out to them. Be like, how would you like to be part of something amazing? There's also some like one-liners and stuff that you could just reach out to random people and just be like, "I need you to say this." Hell, you could say it on a show. Yeah, and I'll just cut it. I'll just cut it out of the show. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it all goes. Uh okay, I that's amazing. Love, I still, love, I still love this idea. Yeah, me too. John's got a puff. Dave, are you ready? Are you ready for? Dave, hold on a second. Are you ready for... I, I, this is more pop or less pop? No, you don't do that yet. <laughs> Dave, wait for your cue. I was trying to get it in before the music started singing. Dave, wait for your cue. More pop, less pop. 
This is more pop, less flop. The show that decides whether your favorite childhood memories were a total success, a pop, or if there's something you wish you could forget, a total flop. I'm Dave Moore. Joining me, of course, is my main man, my man, I mean, Johnny underscore Casino. Dave, I, uh, I I played this theme song for Amy a little while ago because I think it's so funny. I'm like, you got to hear this. Well, I forgot how long the music plays before it starts singing. And mm-hmm. she's like, when is it ever going to start? She's like, you mean people listen to this entire thing just to get to the talking? She was giving that's me a lot I, of that's, shit. That's why I started talking before. No, John, but that's not your cue, Dave. I'm trying to re-correct correct an issue that we have with that song. It's a great song. I love it. I don't want to change a damn thing about it. And I don't care if people have to listen to an extra 10 or 15 seconds of doo-doo. Do you know how like, long that intro song is? It's like 45 seconds. It's 37 seconds long. That was close. <laughs> that is absurd. You know okay. what? Dave. She did good work. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to attack how great I love that song. No, I do love it. It's amazing. Dave. Um, okay, I'm gonna start sharing my screen with you. And before before I do, I'm gonna give you a little thing. So th- this is a specific, so th- this is a product. Um, and this is kind of a specific it's, part of that product. It's a product. No, it's a product. It's a product. I don't understand the joke. <laughs> Are you ready, Dave? It's fine. It wasn't for you, John. Okay, ready? And... It's the new Play-Doh, Dr. Drill and Phil. Open wide, look inside, he needs some Play-Doh tea. One goes here, one goes there, some go underneath. My, oh my, what can this be? For goodness sakes, a cavity! First the drilling must begin, then put the Play-Doh filling in. Now his Play-Doh teeth are done, Dr. Drill and Phil is fun. You can make it with Play-Doh. The Play-Doh, Dr. Drill and Phil. It's new from Kenner. <laughs> so I'm really I'm hoping pretty, that the oh, audio came through. What dog. the? Nope, that's the next commercial. I'm pretty sure it's uh, not new. No, well, th- that's a commercial from like 1981, I think. Um, can I can I say something about this? Okay. Um, I loved Play-Doh growing up. Sure. Play-Doh is one of my favorite things as a child. We used to make homemade Play-Doh. Um, I don't think we ever did anything with Play-Doh. Well, did you not have like the McDonald's Play-Doh thing where you can make the fries and the burger and the pickles and all that stuff? No, but we definitely had like heads that you could push hair out of. Yeah, you mean like a, they turn into like a, a Play-Doh Chia Pet? Yeah, basically, yeah. Exactly like a Play-Doh Chia Pet. <laughs> That's all I remember. Uh, I you never, we you, would, you never we, had the McDonald's one? No, we'd make things of our own imaginations. Well, I, I mean, I came from, <laughs> look, I don't have enough of that. I have to have something that tells me how to build and how to play with my Play-Doh, Dave. I mean, this is, I mean, this is kind of stupid, but I also kind of think it's great. So, okay. So the next commercial that was coming up is one that where you can actually like make a steak and also make like a hot dog and stuff. But the steak they show actually has like the white Play-Doh around it for like the fat layer and like the browner Play-Doh in the middle for the steak, which by the way, at that point, your Play-Doh is ruined, right? You cannot separate Play-Doh back out after you have mixed colors. No, you can't. So, uh, did you ever that's like, kind of, that's why it's kind of just good for like squishing into shapes. And then you're like, all right, put it back in the container. Did, did you ever like make a, make, like make an earth? Like take the colors and put them together and make like a little earth and then set it out to dry to see if it would make like a hard earth. I'm sure I made something like that. It doesn't work. It cracks. It just cracks and becomes brittle. 
how is that different than our actual planet, John? Okie dokie. So anyway, so I, I, I liked, and I stumbled across, I was just trying to get a, a generic um, one here, but I, I, I like that I stumbled across that, that, that particular one, Mr. Drill and Phil, which, mind you, you can still buy on Amazon. Like, it's discontinued, but you can still buy because they made, like, a 20th anniversary one a while back. You can get it from, like, 13 to $45, depending on if you're just getting the pieces or if you're getting, like, the, the whole, like, you know, unopened box and all that stuff. With the Play-Doh and the... But, but what kid, what kid at that time period was like, I want to play dentist? Because I'm going to tell you this, plenty, Dave. Plenty looking of people. In, no, looking inside mouths are gross. Like it's that's why just this is gross. fun. Is it though? Kids don't like. Do you think? Do you think they came up with this or like parents bought this? Like, look, we get my kids to play with this. It'll make them not hate the dentist so much. But guess what, mom? It doesn't work. You still hate the dentist. <sighs> you know what, John? I disagree with you. You you do? Oh, like I just I I I, I realize that. The kids who want to play dentist are very far and in between. And I realize <laughs> that most kids hate the dentist. But for the like six kids, like that one little elf in the Rudolph uh, cartoon who wants to be a dentist. Like there's that one kid who this is the greatest toy in the world. For. Yeah, but you shouldn't make a toy for that one special child out there, right? Like, like you need to make you need to make toys that goes out to lots of kids are going to want. I don't think so, Dave. You know what would made this toy a for sure it's pop some, was something so, you know, worker like you can make Play-Doh into anything. Why not make? Play-Doh for everyone. Well, it, it already is. That's like saying that Lego should only make city stuff. No, because it's there's like lots of kids that are going to want these other things. What you're you not going to find is lots of kids that want to play dentist. I don't think I could be wrong about this. Okay, so if I'm the kid, let's just let's just move to Lego for a second, right? Now, I I love Lego. And I'm going to build an entire city of Lego. I'm going to put my police station down because they're still going to make those. I'm going to put my fire department next to that. I'm going to put my department store. Uh, I'm going to build all the helicopters and all the cars and the little the little townhouses that you can build, right? Yeah. Now, if I'm the kid who wants to be a dentist growing up <laughs> and they don't have the dentist office that i can't build a dentist office john okay but and i'm not creative enough to build it myself dave dave but then you, then, but, then i'm in a dilemma john but it's dave, not fair well, the one kid who wants to be a dentist so so here's you're talking about a few pieces inside a larger set right like a dentist office would no, be a small I want thing a dentist i want a building i want a standalone dentist office building set do you the same okay, way I, i'm going to I look this a, up and when they don't sure. make that you're going to be like, oh, I get it now. That's a terrible idea. Let's see. No, they, they don't. Lego make dentist. Oh, oh, my God. It filled out. So there is like Lego dentist characters. Uh, hold on. On Amazon, Lego City Assembly Square Minifigure Dentist Doctor. Okay. So there's a dentist. Yeah. Here's the problem with the dentist character. 
So he's Just got like a on, doctor. No, 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 no. He, he, no. So he's wearing like the brown pants. And he's got like the white shirt. That's definitely like a medical type shirt. It's got the pocket with like a tooth drawn on the pocket. And in the pocket is the little mirror and the little pick. But in his hand is like the Novocaine shot. Right. <laughs> that literally the tip of that is too big to put inside his mouth. And that sounded dirtier than I meant it. Sean, Lego scale is great. But it doesn't make sense. That thing looks like it's something other than a Novocaine shot, Dave. Let me everybody just say. Who ins- everybody who insists that Legos is like 1 in 32th or whatever. 1 in 32th, huh? See what I did there? Um, like, that's great that they're to scale. But then, like, anytime you give Lego people tools, like, they're not realistically the size for those projects that they'd be making in the Lego world. It just, it never, it's not consistent. Okay, to go back to, to Plato, John. Oh, hold on a second. Before we do that, I, I need to some, tell you something else I stumbled across here. So Playmobil is like, um, I don't know. They almost look like Lego-y, but I don't think you could put them together in the same way Legos get put together. Mm-hmm. They have a dentist toy. And it's got a little blonde kid. He's got like the little like bib thing on. It's got like the whole stand with like the light going in above him and all the tools with like the tubes hooked up, you know, because they're all like... I don't know, air-powered, oh, whatever Are tools. you turning around on this and this saying this is actually no, pretty cool? No, I, Okay, this makes sense because then it's just some kid going to the dentist. Different than this Play-Doh thing is literally you get to head the little mirror and look inside this oversized thing's mouth. There's only one thing that can make this thing a pop, Dave. And that's if, like, every time you use the drill, it screamed really loud. So, like, the first time the kids didn't see it coming and it would just, like, scare the crap out of them. John, I like this toy. Dave. And this is, this is because I want more things to do with Play-Doh. Yeah, but, but, I, but I you're saying like, that. You're saying you want more things to do with Play-Doh, but you're like, you, you basically said you never had any of the fun stuff you could do with Play-Doh. If you didn't have a McDonald's thing, so you could make your little pickles, and you're, you could have you could have learned what a Big Mac was earlier in life than you did. Right? <laughs> Yeah, okay. If you had had that, you'd be like, oh, this is all I need in life is is my, my Lego McDonald's where I can make my french fries. We made homemade Play-Doh. And, now, and oh. it, was just a, it was just a giant bowl of, like, orange Play-Doh. And I'm, like, thinking back to it, like, what the hell did we do with that? Uh, at that point, I think that's, like, the, the, uh, the, the Play-Doh you could actually eat and be way better off than eating real oh, Play-Doh. Oh, no, you can eat it. It's definitely edible. It's not <laughs> – I think it's just salty – yeah, like it's, it's from what I, salty. From what I remember, it's just salty. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll look this up. I'm gonna make homemade Play-Doh. I'm gonna make a dentist set, John. I think this is an absolute pop. I'm sorry, I have to go with flop on this one. Uh, I I don't think there's the audience for this, and I think it's kind of gross. <clears throat> That's half the fun <laughs> of it. All right. Well, on that note, Dave. This has been more pop, less flop. The show that decides whether your favorite childhood memories are great or not. I'm Dave Moore. We probably should have called it Childhood Memories, Great or Not. That's Johnny Casino. You can follow him at Johnny underscore Casino. Me and Tell You Dave, and this isn't a real show. So we'll see you guys next time. Wow, those guys suck. No, they nailed it this this time. They had a good debate. They did the research ahead of time, 
right? One of them. One of them did. Well, it's all it takes is the one who's presenting to do the research. Maybe the other guy should present something sometime. Uh, he seems he seems less qualified with his equipment to do so, though. Oh, that's really funny, Dave. <clears throat> I, I I came across a headline for an article, uh, and I have a problem with it. Uh, first, before we move on from the more populous flop, yeah, I hope that someday somebody goes through and like just cuts all those episodes out for me and sends them to me in a big folder, so that I can air them separately as his own show, like it existed independently of this show that would be really funny i could probably do that as long as i knew sounds, every episode that had it in it a lot of time and a lot of effort okay uh okay so i came across this this headline and it and it, it's a problem for me and the headline is 14 hilarious posts from this week i won't blame you for laughing at now <coughs> this seems like Something like if I had a website and I wanted to call a, a segment that or whatever on the website that it would be updated weekly. This isn't. This is one time that someone put this up, but it, it you have to look and find the date. This is from August of 2019. So almost a year ago. But it's like post from this week. So when you're searching for something that happened this week, this is what you find. But it's really a year ago. Dave doesn't seem to have an opinion on, I, I, on this I frustration. Don't, I don't I don't care, John. <laughs> I think I think you're wrong again. <laughs> if it is a once a thing, I don't know. It's stupid BuzzFeed. Once again, John, your own fault for going to BuzzFeed. Uh no, well, I was trying to look, Dave. Sh- shut so- shut up, John. You did not <laughs> You did not just go to BuzzFeed and find an article from multiple years ago by accident searching the internet go, hey, look this BuzzFeed article on my Twitter feed. Oh, it's from six years ago. Hmm. No. That's not how that went down, John. You were scrolling through BuzzFeed and then you're like, I love BuzzFeed so much, I'm going to visit their website every single day. Uh, so and now I'm mad that I found an old article that they only no, did no. once because no one read it. Dave, Dave, let me tell you how I really came across this. Sometimes you and I go to sit down and we're like, ah, crap, I had nothing to talk about. And I'm like, oh, let me see if I can find something funny that'll spur something. So I was like, oh, I want to search for funny things that happened this week because I was looking for funny things that happened this week. Turns out this week hasn't been funny at all anywhere, I guess. Oh, oh John. Yeah. You existed on this planet for the last couple of weeks. There's not a lot of funny things going on. Dave, uh, speaking of the last couple of weeks, so I was out of town, right? It's my first first day back. Uh, flew, flew in yesterday. Flew first class again, right? Uh, which basically just meant more leg room. The, the steward, not stewardess, the stewards, the, the uh, airline attendants, I guess. Flight, flight, flight attendants. attendants. Yeah, were amazing. They were awesome. Um uh, it, so the airline requires masks and I saw two people walk by without masks on and I'm not sure like what crap excuse they decided to give because no one gives a crap anymore, John. No, no. Oh no. The airlines do the airlines except, are strict about did, it. So they didn't enforce those two people, which makes you wonder if they gave a medical excuse and the airline had to be like, I guess we have to believe them because we can't force them to prove it. Then they're not enforcing it. Hmm. Uh, Dave, Dave, 
you, John seems excited, everybody. Not excited. I just, I don't know what to think about this, right? So this is a video that I stumbled across. It is a virtual barbershop. It's this guy. Explain, explain to me. Exactly. That was my, that's why I clicked on the thing because I don't understand. Uh, please, please tell me how this guy cuts your hair from a safe, safe social distance level. I think he does it with mind control. Uh, it says you probably need a haircut. This virtual barbershop can help. And it's this guy, and I have not seen it, and nor do I want to. But this is definitely, okay, first of all, I'm looking at this guy this right here. A, this is a reasonable amount of money, and no, we're going to do it like over Skype. If you'll do it over Skype, I will pay good money to do this and record it and put it on YouTube. No, 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 no. This is just a YouTube video, I believe. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's YouTube or not. But here's one thing I'll tell you, right? It says barbershop, right? barbershop i'm looking at this guy right here this guy does not work at a barbershop this guy works at a hair salon and you know you can tell the difference between the guys that cut hair at a barbershop and the guys that cut hair at a hair salon yeah yeah because because the barbershop <laughs> never mind i'm sorry i'm not gonna make that joke I, i'm <laughs> so joke. curious what it was but well okay so the guys at the barbershop right i mean there's 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 uh, not to sound weird or whatever there's, there's black barbershops right what like the movie barbershop uh, and I don't know if they're exactly like that, but it's, you know, uh, just a guy, right? A black it's guy. A, it's in a movie, John, that makes it 100% true. Yeah, and, and things on the internet. And then you have like the old, like the more western-y small town barbershops where the guys definitely look like they're probably cowboys almost, but skinnier. So there's this, there's this barbershop in my old house. Okay. And it's it's called barbershop. Like nothing exciting. Sure. It's just a big sign. It's this barbershop. Now, I grew up as a kid and, you know, like I knew it existed. And... It seemed like it was a pretty okay place. Sure. You know, like, like oh, people just get their hair cut there. Like, dudes who just, you know, just need their heads, like, buzzed or whatever whatever men do to their hair, right? And then I went past there, like, recently as, a like, an educated adult. It was like, this place looks shady as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Like... It's the kind of place. It's the kind of place where you're like, there's no way that 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 place makes their money from being a barber shop. Like, what, you don't wait, even, hold on a second. What do you think it was doing? Like peddling drugs or? Uh, okay, now what kind of barber shop? Now here's the deal. I grew up going to a barber shop. I went to this guy named Mr. Larry. Right, that's what we I called him. I've never, I've never been to a real barber. Well, okay, but see, there's different types of barbershops, right? Which I, I kind of tried to explain. I'm sure there's more than just the two types. I just, to, I just go to the best cuts of the great clips. And, and Rachel cuts my hair most of the time. So so great clips is one of my least favorite places to get haircut. Uh, Amy always calls it mediocre clips because they have never been good. I mean, they're not. They're not good. Okay, but let's go. But, no, but, but, but you're me, and all you need is your head buzz. Like, it's not really that much to ask. Well, that if, you buzz, if you're going to buzz your hair, buzz it yourself. I cut my own hair because I buzz my head. Yeah, you know what? People who have perfect vision probably can cut their own hair. Oh, dude, I do it by feel. Okay, well, okay. maybe you should just teach me someday. Okay, we'll do, we'll do it. We'll do it virtually and record it for YouTube. We will, and I want to get more into this video type thing. But okay, so I used to go to Mr. Larry. He was definitely an old country guy. Wore like the the countryest jeans. Always had like a button down kind of countryest shirt on. He had one of those like long mustaches that like twirled up. Right, gave great haircuts. Now, what drives some old country guy to go learn how to cut hair and open a barbershop? I, I will never understand. 
right? It seems like it seems like a weird career path, but whatever. It made him happy, and he made my head happy. So I, I think when you talk to those people, you start to realize that they've had like six different careers. Like you, they they just end up like being like, oh, my dad cut hair. He passed away. I had all the equipment when I had, and like I basically inherited the shop, and I just kind of kept it going, and then it well, became but, my full time gig. Yeah, but you like have to, you have to have like a certificate to be able to cut hair. You can't just yeah, but, do it. But if you grew up in like if you grew up in that barber shop, it's like your dad cutting hair. Oh, you probably like, know what you're doing. Like, like you already know what you're doing. You just get certified or whatever it is that you need to get done. And you're like, oh, I have the equipment. Like, there's a guy that sharpens knives. And he's just like, oh, yeah, no, my dad taught me how to sharpen knives. And he's like, and I went and had six jobs and three different wives. And, like, now I'm just at the point where I just sharpen knives for a living. Okay. So, okay. And his, and his last name is, like, his name is like, his name is, like, Toby Sharp. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Dave, <clears throat> so that's the kind of barbershop I went to. Describe the type of barbershop this barbershop you're referring to is. Like, how have you seen the barbers inside? Yeah, like walking by. What do they look girl. like? Like what? What type of barbershop like is? I, like I imagine they look like ZC Top. <laughs> okay, so it's that. Like it's it, it, so it's like a biker barbershop. That's kind of how it's portrayed in my imagination of what well, I. I thought you said you've seen them inside before. I well, I had, but not in years. So, okay, so when you went back by and you thought, oh, it, this looks it, like a drug ring. It looks shadier now. They weren't in there. But, like, the way the place looked, like, beat up. Like, it looked like a bar, except it's the bar downtown where everybody gets into fights. So all the seats are, you know, screwed up. Kind of okay. looking. Like, it looked like something went down. I don't, I don't know if anything ever did. You know, I, I don't know if there was actually a problem there. So I, the other so, thing that's weird around this area, John, that's just it's just odd to me, and maybe you'll explain it to me. Is like every place seems to sell CBD oil now. Oh, just ev everyone just has okay. CBD oil. So like even that fam that family video store that I bought all the video games from before they went out of business, like they've had signs up for probably like the last year and a half that are like we have CBD oil, and they had a big CBD kiosk in the middle of the thing like what's the deal okay so here's the thing dave uh that that is like everywhere nationwide now like i've been to a lot of places and the most bizarre places will sell cbd oil now let me, give you, let me give you a little let me give you a little a little uh, the, the information that i have on cbd right okay i'm ready and, and i've asked i i've been in weed shops here where they sell a lot of cbd or cbd weed mixes and stuff like that and i've asked them like their semi-professional opinion on it and whatever else. So people got this idea and I don't know who these people are. So, okay, first of all, CBD comes from the, like uh, the marijuana plant, right? The hemp, hemp, I guess. Um, huh. But it's like a different part. It's a part that does not have THC or whatever in it. Yeah. Yes. I understand this much now, of it, which is why it's not illegal. Yeah. Yes. Right. It, it actually, it was illegal until not that long ago and it became nationally legal within the last few years, I believe. Um, which is which is why it's this big thing that everybody has. Yeah, so that's part of now, it. So now, now, mind you, the only person I know, like for a fact, and this is like the first interaction I had with somebody who was using CBD oil. God, that's a weird sentence. Why is like using like that's just wrong. Um, 
was like the stoner hippie guy, you know? He's so, like, oh yeah, no, dude, it just totally mellows me out. Like I need it. Okay, like, so, I, I I need to I need to take this sixty five dollar two ounce bottle of CBD oil and drop one little drop underneath my tongue every three hours, or I I'll just freak out, man. Like I don't I don't know what to do without it. So okay, so hold on a second. I, I will give you a, a little bit of a personal experience or whatever with this as well. That's that's a very light exaggeration of the actual thing that went down. I just I just want to. I want to clarify. Yes, that was an exaggeration for the sake of the comedy of this podcast, but it was about ninety-eight percent accurate for exactly how that conversation went down. Okay, so there are people out there that believe that it it heals ailments, that it everything, that everything, John, it, well, everything. But specifically, like it, it helps with back pains and joint pains and depression and whatever else. Here's the deal is I've read a lot of studies and nothing out there can explain why or if it really does these things. And it seems like personal opinion, I think it's snake oil, right? Like I, I pr personally believe that too. Now, now, a study that I read recently, okay. I, I just want to, I want to get this cleared out is said that it in your brain, you have these receptors that balance those things already right like so your brain will manage the drugs that you need your brain drugs to the sections of your body that need things what cbd supposedly does is helps manage that system that regulates those chemicals so it seems like the people that i've talked to that i've actually had real conversations with who have had cbd that they think works for them Mm -hmm. It's not just CBD. There's THC in it. And I guarantee when you add the THC to it, it's going to help you out. Right? Like I am a, I am a big, uh, a, a big believer in THC can be used for a lot of good. Right? Yeah, so we just need to, we just need to manage it properly, which the way, the way we do other things. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Well, and, and like I live in Washington state, right? I can go into a weed store anytime I want. Right. All right. I just can. Now, here's the thing. I've done CBD. I've done CBD a number of times. I've tried doing it consistently for a period of time to be like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Maybe this will help me with whatever issue I was having at the time. I was feeling off. Maybe this will help me get back on. Guess what, Dave? Didn't do a didn't damn work. thing, right? Like That's it did. Kind of, it's kind of what I thought. That's kind of exactly nothing. what I thought. Now, look, if you're out there and you're listening and you, whatever version of CBD, whether it's CBD gummies or vaping CBD or the I'm, oils I'm glad, or the tinctures I'm, I'm, or whatever. I'm glad your, your placebo works. I'm, I'm so happy okay. for you. Okay, hold on a second. I was not going to say it. That, like what you just said is like, I'm glad you're dumb. Good for you. No, I, what I want to say is I'm glad this works for you. Right. I have never had it work for me. I do not know or fully believe that is a real, real thing. Now, once I say, once again, throw in the THC in it with, a, uh, with depending on where you get it, you can definitely get plenty of it that has THC in it as well. You have to be careful. I found out I, I was doing some research. If you fly with CBD, so depending on where the CBD comes from and how it's made and whatever else, it's supposed to basically have no THC in it or it's supposed to have like less than like 0.01 or something like that, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, but like 
maybe it doesn't. Maybe it has just a little bit more than that. Like maybe not enough where you'll notice if you're taking the CBD, but enough that if the cops pick it up somehow, like at the airport, like people at flight with it is where I was reading this. Um, if they pick it up and they test it and it has above a certain amount, now your ass is arrested. So, uh, and you know what? Good for anybody else who wants to do whatever they want to do. I'm so glad that the video home rental store got to survive an extra two years because they had to sell CBD oil in a little I, kiosk in the front of the thing. I'm like, curious to how much they sell in places like that. Like how they much? Do you think so? Because why else the hell would they do it? Well, but it, okay, here's the thing is, do people go in there and be like, oh, I'm not here to rip videos. I'm here to buy CBD because, you know, the other place next door that is a hair salon that also sells it, I don't want to buy from them or whatever, right? Or is it one of those like things, it's like uh, the, uh, the, like the impulse bin or whatever, where you're like, I'm running this movie and oh, look, no, CBD oil. This was, this was a very fancy cleared out kiosk. And by cleared out, I meant like, there was enough left there for them to continue to sell it, but it definitely wasn't fully stocked. Like people were buying it, and it, and it was and it wasn't discounted because the place was going out of business. So they were. It was being sold. Hmm. Hmm. You I should try it, Dave. The, J- Dave, you should try no, CBD. No. Oh, okay. Not now, for- is your concern that you don't want to try CBD? Because you don't want to put something like this in your body, or is it because you don't want to waste the money on something? Both. Well, okay. Both. I'm both. sure you can both. get CBD both. for like five bucks somewhere. No, you can't. I I bet you can. You can get a small no. dose of it. You get these tiny little bottles for 19.99, and they're like two ounces. Well, you're not supposed to take much at once. So so two here's ounces. the thing: like if it's the droplets, those are called tinctures normally, and those are usually have a a, a very high concentration to them. So you only put a couple droplets in something. It just seems so stupid. It seems like such a waste of money. Dave, would you ever drink weed beer? It, I would oh, love to see you stoned, hold, Dave. Hold, I just, hold on. I just sent those out there. Hold, I would absolutely love to see you stoned. Let's back up that statement. Okay. okay. One, first, I think smoking is gross. Sure. Like just, just the act of smoking in general. Like that's, uh, We're not talking about any specific drug in that scenario like i think okay. smoking is just absolutely disgusting okay so i'm never, never going to smoke anything yeah yeah that's why that's why i didn't ask if you were going to smoke a joint dave um you know like the gummy bears sure i try it maybe but i feel like it'd be one of those things where i don't know i already have beer so dave you know like so so wait, I, dave what you're I, saying dave what you're saying is i need to Next time I'm out in your area, I need to bring a edible with me. And you'll and, 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 to fly with? No, no, it's not at all. But you but can don't get away do it, with John. One. You can get away with one. Uh so I need to do this though. I okay, I'll have you come out to me. Whatever it is. And dear listener, please let me know if I if I can pull this off if I need to record the conversations that go along with it. Right? I, I'm not promising anything here. I mean, what if I just tell you it's candy for uh, don't time, do that. I'll eat too much of it. Then no, we'll have a real problem. Look, trust me. I, I won't be the only one doing this to you. Uh, Ra- Rachel will be. I, I will have to have Rachel there by my side helping me with this. I mean, also, I agree. In, in case it gets too crazy and I just have to be like, sorry, Rachel, I'm out of here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, it's not something that appeals to me. Yeah. The same way, the same way that getting like 
getting absolutely wasted does not really appeal to me either. Oh, I hate... I, okay, I like drinking beer. I like getting like a slight buzz. I hate getting drunk. Yeah, me too. That's that's exactly it, John. That's And that's why like I don't really care about doing any of this stuff. This is such a... We've gone down such a strange road on this episode. You brought up hey, you brought up drugs with your whole drug dealing biker barbershop. <laughs> I just wanted to say that it looks shady. Um I don't like being drunk. Yeah. But I do like a buzz. Sure. Those are two very different things. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're very different things. They are two different things, though. Yeah. Learning that bar and that line is important. Okay. I say that like like I haven't been doing this for years, right? But like, I I go to the bar and I have like two, three beers, and I'm good. And I almost like the beer better for the taste that it adds to the food than I care about drinking. For the sake of drinking. So the same way that I don't actually care about getting high, I guess. Because there's no point to that to me. John's dying. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, Dave, I, I, I want to I end this with another call out to our listeners. To, for the love of God, if you can find me a three or four person script, send it to me, send it to me. I want to do this project, but I need the script to do it with. Okay. That's it. This has been the forget being cool podcast. John might have a commercial to play. So I don't know if this is going to end the way we are supposed to end our show now. Uh, he's apparently queuing it up. Of course, if you enjoyed this show, you can get it at ForgetBeingCool.com. If you're confused about how to get it, it's because this is the Forget Being Cool master feed. I know by telling you that, that, that telling you this here doesn't help you because you already found it. The legacy show that would be just the Forget Being Cool podcast, that feed is mysteriously gone. I have to resubmit it. I'll do that when I get a chance. I'm really just stalling so John can find a commercial for CBD oil. Oh no, I don't think there are those, but I have this for you, Dave. Let's see oh, what's oh, about uh, to, I don't uh, know follow, what's about to happen. Follow Johnny Johnny underscore casino me and tell you Dave and follow Forget Being Cool at Forget Being Cool, ForgetBeingCool.com and go check out my Twitter for my secret surprise project that I made that I'm not gonna say here. Okay, bye John. What's the difference between good and great? Good tries to get it right every time. Great actually does. With clip notes, we save your haircut details so you always get exactly the look you want. Great clips. It's going to be great. No, it's not.